I love it. Kid shaming. I love it. I'm here for it. I mean, I have no shortage of fuck ups that I can talk about. So. What was it like when you put your shoes on? It was kind of angry. And- <laughs> That's how I live my life. This is Girl Same with your host, Brittany. Girl, 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 same. Hi guys, welcome back to Girl Same, our girls night podcast. I am Brittany, your host, and I am here with Marissa. And uh, we are straight struggling today. (laughs) Very much so, yes. (laughs) We are straight struggling. Um, We are going to be talking about some of our biggest struggles in motherhood tonight. And I thought we could start off this episode by just giving a little insight into who we are as people. (laughs) (laughs) So last night we went to a Taylor night. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've mentioned it here before, but if you don't know, it's basically a Taylor Swift concert without Taylor Swift actually being there. Yes. (laughs) And it's just, it's good vibes, you know, because like... It's immaculate. Right? Like for me, the best part of a concert is being in a room filled with people screaming out the lyrics all together. Everybody is on the same page. Everybody loves the music. It's just all good vibes. And that's what it was. It's just like three hours of screaming Taylor Swift songs (laughs) with strangers. And it's the best time I think I've ever had. It really is a good time. I just really love it. However, we are chaotic wherever we go. And uh, (laughs) last night was no exception. Yeah, we can't just do it the easy way, can we? No, nope, can't do that. Mm -mm. So, uh, so Brittany, what happened? (laughs) What happened exactly? Let me let me go ahead and tell you. Uh, this Taylor night was about two hours from us mm-hmm. and we planned to make a whole night of it and mm-hmm. we got a hotel for the night. Why are you listening to this? Like you don't know the story. You were there. I just can't wait <laughs> for you to say it. Just keep You're going. Like, Go on. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. All right. I, <laughs> I won't. I told you that. I won't ever. <laughs> On the way, it occurred to us that neither of us had bought tickets. So fail number one. Okay. All right. We're on the way to the event that needs tickets. We didn't have tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered the tickets. Marissa's driving. So I ordered the tickets under my name. And this is important to note. It is. Because exactly nine hours. So we drove almost two hours or not nine hours. Sorry. We drove almost two hours and nine minutes away from the hotel, I realized <laughs> I forgot my purse. And what was in your purse, Brittany? My whole entire purse. Mm-hmm. Uh, no money, mm-hmm. but more importantly, mm-hmm. no identification. No ID. <laughs> and this event was 18 um, plus. 21 plus, I think. Oh, was it? I think it was, yeah. You had to be legal and you had to yeah. show that you were legal with that ID that Brittany so conveniently left behind. I did. And it was instant panic. Yes. <laughs> Instant panic sets in. Um, We, of course, did not allow ourselves extra time. There was no time where we could go back. There was, I mean, we were already just about to make it. Yes. Um, (laughs) So instant panic sets in. The tickets are obviously in my name. Marissa and I decided to stop at the venue and see what to do. Um, A man that we assumed worked there. We didn't actually even ask, I don't think. We just assumed because of his hat. Yes. Um, Um, but the man, this man, we tell him the situation and he tells us that it'll be fine, that my husband can send a picture of my ID and we should be good. Did we get the guy's name or, you know, anything to prove that this guy said we would be good? Absolutely not. No. Um, that would have been smart. The ops manager would be okay with it. And we were like, okay, we don't know what that means, but that's good. That's fine. That's what is an ops manager? I'm not sure. Who is the ops manager? Don't know. Mm -hmm. Where can we find him? No idea. No. But he would be okay with us being there. And that's all we needed to hear. Exactly. (laughs) So with that information and a newfound confidence, (laughs) we went to the hotel. Mm -hmm. Instant panic. Hotel is in my name as well. (laughs) And what do you need? What do you need to show Um, them when we get there? When you you check into a hotel, the only thing they're going to ask for is your identification. Right. Okay, yes. (laughs) And that, again, Brittany did not have. Did not have it. Um, so the guy who worked there, <laughs> that guy, 
when we had to explain our story to that man, he was not supposed to. Um, but he really helped us out and he accepted the picture mm-hmm. of my ID. And then we talked his ear off and probably instantly regretted. Yes, I know. <laughs> making that exception for us. <laughs> I feel like we felt that we had to approach each of these people with like a huge background in this whole yeah. story and like explain ourselves, but no one really cared. Yes. Um, <laughs> So we go to our room, mm-hmm. we get ready, we get dressed, we do hair, we do makeup, we're in glitter, and we're ready early. Very early. For because, the first time ever. Because the last Taylor night, we got there just a little bit before it started, but then we ended up having to be way in the back. I wanted to be close to the stage. Right. right. And we were, yeah, we were so excited to get like a better spot, which we definitely, we definitely did. We did, yeah. We call the Uber. Because mm-hmm. we are now all ready. So we call the Uber. It's pouring out. It is. Mm-hmm. We get to the venue. And there are a couple people in line with umbrellas. <laughs> we forgot the umbrella. So fail number two, three. We're racking them up here. Yeah. And there was literally nothing to stand under. Mm-mm. So it's pouring with zero shelter. <laughs> <laughs> we get out of the Uber, which... Add that to the list of fails. Like, we saw the situation. We decided to leave the Uber. Why did we do that? I don't know. We literally stood just out in open, pouring rain. <laughs> With only a thin jacket to cover us both. That got so wet so fast that it was just soaking wet on my head. Yes. Is all it was. <laughs> and as we are standing there, we see the guy from earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that the doors don't open for another hour. Yes. <laughs> so fail number what? Four? We, <laughs> I don't know that we should keep track for it. It makes so us look really bad. Yes. <laughs> we were soaked within five minutes. So like an hour was not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um, I would also like to point out that I don't feel like Taylor Swift would appreciate that the people in line each had individual umbrellas and never at any point offered to share or do anything. They just watched us get soaked. They didn't care. They didn't care. And that was pretty rude. That's so not Taylor of them. It really isn't. I feel like she'd offer, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So we called another Uber mm-hmm. and we went back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, we dried our clothes. With we, a hair dryer? With a hair dryer. We redid our hair. Mm-hmm. And then we called another Uber. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went back, had an amazing night. Oh, it was just the best. It really was. And all that panicking for my ID that turned out not to be a big deal at all. No, because when you went up and started explaining to the girl (laughs) who was checking IDs, she looked at us like, I really don't give a fuck. Just get out of my face. Go in. (laughs) Which I feel like was the consensus. Like no one cared. No one cared. Brittany and I were literally sweating, counting the minutes. It would take for us to drive back home and back. We had made backup plans just in case. And everybody was literally like, I don't care that you don't have your ID, ma'am. <laughs> like, I will let you in. Just stop talking. Yes. <laughs> everybody just wanted us to stop talking. Like, I think. Stop talking. <laughs> so anyway, that's what it's like to hang out with us, if any of you are wondering. Oh, and then another fail. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I made my way through the crowd many times. Um, much to their dismay, because <laughs> I, I'm, I don't we move were at the gracefully. Front. We were at the front. We were at yes. the front, right by the stage. And then as the show had, you know, gotten started and stuff, you know, just like with anything, everyone starts pushing to the front. So yes. all of a sudden it gets really like crammed in there. So it's hard to move through. It is. Uh, but I did. Yes. Uh, probably six or seven times. I right? would say at least. Yes. So um, I made my way to the bathroom. Um, I used the bathroom and I made my way all the way back up to Brittany. Just to realize I did not have my phone anymore. Uh, It was still in the bathroom. And then I panicked and went all the way back. And then, of course, I talked to more people who Mm -hmm. were also looking at me like, "Mm, just do what you need to do. Okay. Uh, Again, stop talking. Yeah. I moved through (laughs) the whole line of people in the bathroom. I explained my story to every single one of them. Um, Again, nobody cared what my story was, but I explained it. I went in the bathroom. Luckily, nobody had taken my phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Made my way back through the crowd, who was <laughs> probably super annoyed at me at that point. I probably should have taken different paths, but I didn't. I knocked into the same, like, 15 people every and that's single what time. I, that's what I asked you when you came up. I was like, do you, are you making different pathways? And you're like, absolutely not. No. 
Oh, no. And when you <laughs> came when you came back the first time from the bathroom mm-hmm. and the look of like pure relief on your face that you had made it and you were like you just looked like you had just fought a war like you had made your way you were like yes the peace that came over your face and you looked at me you smiled and we're going to sing and right as you're about to I saw your face drop <laughs> And I'm like, I just saw the emotions just completely change. And the look when you realized that you had forgotten your phone, but the fact that you would have to fight your way back again, which is, I know you were like, screw the phone. Yeah. It's this crowd that I'm not (laughs) wanting to. (laughs) I know. I know. If it wasn't a new phone, I don't know that I would have. We would have just left that behind, you know, hoped it was there at the end of the night. It's a casualty of the night. It is. Sorry. One of the many. So, yeah, like I said, if you want to know what hanging out with us is like, that that's a little little taste, a little preview of what that's like. It's an experience. It's an adventure. A wild ride. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you said last night? <laughs> it's an adventure. It is an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's fun. At the end, it usually works out. But usually. It's, it takes a while to get there. <laughs> it's, it's the journey, you know? It is. <laughs> All right. So now that we talked about some ways that we are struggling in just life in general. Right. um, Let's talk more specifically about our mom struggles, Mm -hmm. Um, starting with my biggest struggle, mom guilt. Yes. I feel constant guilt as a mother. Of course. Um, There is just so much to feel guilty about um, and so much to just not feel good enough at. Yes. And I just... I question everything. I assume I've gotten most of it wrong. And then I just feel bad about it. I I don't assume I get everything wrong. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I just know that I do. There's no need to assume. There's no need to assume. If I do something, just just understand it's probably not great. The odds aren't aren't looking good. (laughs) But I do try. That's what counts. I do try. That's what counts. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they say, like, makes a good mom, right? At least you're trying. If you're you, putting in the effort. Yes. You know? If you're trying to be a good mom, you're a good mom. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> that's what I tell myself. <laughs> to make us bad moms look Every morning, <laughs> better. I look in the mirror and I'm like, if you try, you're a good mom. You're a rock star. <laughs> you just go out there and try. <laughs> Those are my morning affirmations. <laughs> So some things I specifically struggle with are one, boredom. Mm -hmm. So there's like two parts to this, right? So one, the kids being bored in general. And like, to be clear, I I really don't care if they're bored, like (laughs) for the most part, right? (laughs) Go find something to do. Being bored is a great way to use your imagination. I mean, we're big on that. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not here to like entertain you. However, I do feel guilt when I think about how that boredom stems from them not really having the childhood that we had. Right. Yeah. You know, like more freedom, being able to go and explore the neighborhood and just play with other kids. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I want that for them. And I feel like they're bored because that's just not as much of an option. Uh, But yeah, you know, when I was told, you know, if you're bored, go outside and play. That's not something I can tell my kids. Right. Even well with Trinity and Evelyn, because they're so young. But even with Skylar, he's just going to be bored outside, too. You know, if the two or three friends he has in the neighborhood can't play, then it's going to be boring playing with yourself outside. Right. And with the girls, I'm like, if you're bored, go outside. Well, I can't do that because then I would have to go outside with them. And if they're bored, that means that I'm busy doing something and I can't drop that and go outside with them. Right. So there's there's really nothing I can do for you. And I tell my kids, you know, to go outside because we have a fenced in yard. Yeah. But that is just being confined to the yard is not the same as having the neighborhood. Right. Because when I was younger, we would travel the neighborhood. We could go outside the neighborhood. We had woods that we could play in. There was everything with my girls. I have to like follow them around outside and it's a very small yard. You know, what are we going to do? Nothing. And I I feel like it's like a, a combination of one the safety issue, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not. I mean, there's just more people in the world. Two, I think our fears have kind of been, you know, kind of like I don't know the word exaggerated a little bit, kind of yeah, pushed on us by seeing every bad thing that ever happens ever, right? Yeah, um, you know, and then three, I think fear of judgment because 
you know, you let your kids play in the front yard by themselves. I know. Or you let them go around the block by themselves. Like, that is, it's just not the norm anymore. And even though we might be comfortable with some of it, a lot of people aren't. Yeah. You know, and then I feel worried about that judgment, you know? Well, yeah, and that's real because I've seen some Skylar's friends walking down the main road going to the gas station. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) why would you let your kid do that? That's super dangerous. (laughs) So I'm actually just scared that Marissa's going to judge me. Um, (laughs) And I will. And I will. Because again, remember, I'm a helicopter parent. So if, right? <laughs> if, you, if you're not hovering over your children, I'm worried about your children. I'll worry for you. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I got that covered. Um, and then the other part, the other part of being of the boredom is like being being bored, spending the time with your kids. Like you yourself, yeah, are bored. Yeah, I feel so much guilt. Because I am always, <laughs> I, I do too. I feel like this is this this sits real heavy with me because Skyler um, loves watching YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and every once in a while he'll come across one and he wants me to see it. And when he comes down and asks me a video, I find myself a lot of the times uh, the first question I ask is how long is it, and if it's more than like three <laughs> minutes, I'm like, oh. That's I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh. No. Um, but then he'll sit down and I'll start watching the video and I find myself not paying attention to the video, but trying to figure out in my head how long we've already been watching and how much is left. Yeah. Because I can't stand to watch another second of it. And yep. I feel bad because he, he was up there and he got so excited about this video. And his one thought was, I really want to show my mom this. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there. Just waiting for it to be over. And uh-huh. that it makes me feel so bad. I don't know what to do. I can't force myself to like Roblox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. I mean, the kids have like tablet time. Yeah. And for me, tablet time is quiet time. Mm-hmm. You know, we are very like structured with it. So they get a certain amount of tablet time. Right. And I am uh, really careful about the timing of that. Right. I try and make it. So it part of it is when I'm making dinner. Yeah. And then I get a little bit of time to just do nothing. Yes. But a lot of the times, you know, they usually do tablet upstairs and then I'll hear them kind of like run down the stairs. And as soon as I hear that, I, yeah. it, I hate it. And this is why when we're talking about mom guilt, here is my guilt. I feel horrible. Yeah. But I hear them running down and I'm like, but it's quiet time. <laughs> Didn't you know? <laughs> when I'm in the kitchen, you're not supposed to talk to me. Right? <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? <laughs> but that's another thing with how we were raised. Because when we were kids, maybe our parents weren't so annoyed with us all the time because we weren't in their face all the time. But that's now, true. you know, all three of my kids are around me constantly. So it's not as exciting when they come right. up to me for the hundredth time to show me something. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. not like when I was a kid, my mom hadn't seen me in four hours and I want to show her something. She's like, yeah, okay, I can squeeze in a little time for you. I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> right. But it's like when Evelyn comes up to me, it's like, honey, <laughs> you were on my lap 30 seconds ago. I've seen exactly. it. I saw it. <laughs> it's so true. It yeah. really is. And I, you know, when... um you had said, you know, how he, how Skylar had like the thought, like he was really excited about it. Yeah. And his one thought was like to go to show you. That I have breaks that, my heart every time. I have time. the exact same thought yeah. all the time. And that's what I think of the entire time they're showing me. Mm-hmm. When they're showing me they're like Minecraft world or whatever else I couldn't, couldn't possibly care less about. Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking like they were so excited to show you this. They were yeah. so excited to show you this. They were so excited to show you this. <laughs> I know. And it's, what's wrong? Why can't I even just like pretend to like it? You know, know. it's three minutes and it always seems like it's forever. But then as soon as he walks away, I'm like, you really could have done better. Yeah. You really mm-hmm. could have done better. That's when the guilt sets in. <sighs> and you're like, wow, you couldn't, you couldn't give three minutes, but it felt like three hours. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> And then with the girls, it's the same thing. Like, I uh, got to sleep in the other morning. Brian, you know, got up with the girls, and I got to sleep in. And I remember laying in the bed, and I didn't hear anything coming from downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good, everybody's calm. I go down there. Both girls are fighting to get on my lap, and then they start crying because they're mad that they both can't get up there at the same time yeah. and all this. And then I get super annoyed, and then I walk in the kitchen, and I'm like, why am I annoyed that they want to be with me? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me feel bad. Yeah, no, I'm, it's the same. I, I mean, I I know that they um, 
are doing it out of like because they just love yeah. us. <laughs> but and why? I, I'm not. I'm I mean, not that I great. Know. I mean, that's a whole nother topic. Obviously, I'm terrible. <laughs> a whole nother subject. <laughs> we don't need to get in why they shouldn't love us. <laughs> All right, all right, we'll backtrack. Oh, right. <laughs> um, another guilt I have is with working. I know a lot of people, obviously, moms are, you know, working moms. And now with so many people working from home, mm-hmm. if you felt guilt working outside of the house, the guilt you feel when you're trying to work inside of the house is like twice, yeah. twice as bad. Um, because I feel like there's part of, you know, your child can understand when you leave and you come back. Yeah. But the whole you being in front of them right there and not they don't understand that you're trying to get something done. They don't understand why you can't give them that attention. Right. And so, I mean, I'm technically a stay at home mom right now, um, but I do a lot of work with Hot Mess and with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I am constantly telling them to be patient. I need to finish this. Yeah, I can look, but I need to get this done first. Right. Give me five more minutes. And every time I say that, I feel guilty because i know that while they can understand to some degree they don't understand also right yeah um and so that i have i just have really struggled they're always begging for attention you know they just want my constant attention you know why do you love me so much stop it (laughs) i'm not that great i know i promise you (laughs) they'll they'll see it one day (laughs) skylar's already started to figure it out (laughs) it's like hold up This is who I wanted attention from? Gross. <laughs> Why was I so obsessed with you? I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's it. so sad, too. I'll be sad when that time comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's humbling. It's very humbling. <laughs> it's humbling. <laughs> uh, okay, so another one is wanting time away from your kids. Yes. I need it. I know I need it. I think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. I think it's normal. Mm-hmm. Still makes me feel like crap. It does. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you're around your kids 24-7, especially being a stay-at-home mom. It's it's literally from the time my eyes open until the time my eyes shut, I'm dedicated to my kids. So it's like when we do things like Taylor night, I am counting down the seconds until it's time for us to go. And then I leave and we're in the car like, oh, thank God we're out of there, you know? And then I'm like, well, shit. I mean, they're really not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're super cute. <laughs> I know. Even like the morning after, you know, I mean, we're laying there trying to be like, how do we extend this? Yes. How do we make it so this is longer and we don't have to be home? And and the amount of relief that we felt when they were like, yeah, you can, you can have your delayed checkout for 30 more minutes. We're like, we'll take it. Yes. We will take it. So I always feel guilt about it. Like, it's just such a a mind fuck because you know i mean half of you like you just like i said you know Mm -hmm. you need it you know it's good for you i am never going to ever like judge or put down someone who needs that but myself judge myself put myself down constantly Mm -hmm. another one is screen time i feel horrible (laughs) guilt about screen time i don't uh not to get into you know, when you or how much or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But just in general, I mean, I use it more than I'd care to. I we're pretty good about it. I'm not crazy. The TV's not constantly on, but I definitely know that it's more than the hour a day or whatever the doctor always tells me. (laughs) Yeah. Screen time. um, That's where we struggle. I'm going to be super honest with you. The TV on is on most of the time at my house. A lot of people it is. Yeah. The girls don't necessarily watch it all the time, but it's definitely on as background noise at least. Mm -hmm. And I do feel guilty about that because I'm like, oh, it's it's not that big of a deal. But then I'm like, Miss Rachel has taught, you know, my kids just as much as I have. Evelyn will walk around and she'll do like different gestures or say different things that I know. She's learned from Miss Rachel. And I'm like, that's that's super smart. I'm proud of you, but I kind of wish I would have taught you that. <laughs> She's picking up like Miss Rachel's mannerisms. She does. So like, I don't know. I don't. Well, you can't see me right now either. But Miss Rachel, she does this thing where she taps her chin and she goes, hmm. And every time you ask Evelyn a question, then that's what she does. She's like, hmm. Aww. And it's so cute. But I'm like, Ugh. 
And then yesterday, she started playing hide and seek with Brian. And she counted to 10 and then was like, ready or not. And then she's like, where's daddy? And Brian was like, you taught her to do hide and seek. And I was like, "Uh, nope, honestly, I don't really watch whatever's on the TV. So I have no idea where she learned it. But she's good at it. (laughs) So kudos. (laughs) Good job, Evelyn. (laughs) Another one, and this is one of my big, big, big ones, is asking for help. Mm, yeah. Um, I have gotten a little bit better at this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of that has to do with hot mass because there were definitely several years. I mean, I think a lot of it to not having family in the area to even ask for help. Yeah. yeah. Um, not having close enough friends to ask for help that mm-hmm. obviously played a part in it. Yeah. And I got really used to just doing everything by myself for myself. And it felt super uncomfortable mm-hmm. to ask. I think, too, that uh, it's especially hard for women. Yeah. Uh, because I always feel it always feels like we should just know how to mother. Yeah. Like it's ingrained in us and we should just know the right way to do it and how to handle every situation and what is best for our kids. And we should just just know it because. Well, and that's yeah. And and it makes it even worse because, yeah, that's what people say. You know, you're born to be a mother. You're a female. You're born to be a mother. But then you also have people like my mom telling me, oh, you're such a great mother. I'm like, eh. Well, that's great. what you see. a strong word. Yeah, yeah. I, I fake it a lot. I fake right. it a lot out here. But, but then that makes me feel even worse, too, because I'm like, all oh, these people think I am this perfect mother, but it's really just a show. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm playing it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I think like if you don't just naturally know how to be you know, the perfect mother, Mm -hmm. then clearly there's something wrong with you. Like you're broken, you're less than, or, you know, undeserving of being a mother. And it's so frustrating. It's so sad. I remember when Trinity was a newborn, you know, both Skylar and Evelyn were really, really easy as newborns. Trinity Trinity was (laughs) Trinity. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know their names, really. (laughs) Whatever that third kid's name was. She um, was very colicky Mm -hmm. and I had no idea what to do. So, you know, I was out there. I bought like the gas drops and the Mylocon or whatever it is. And then the gripe water. And then I bought those little windy things that, you know, you (laughs) you stick in there and the wind's supposed to come out. And then I bought a little heating pad for her bed. I bought so many different products because I had no idea and none of them worked. Mm -hmm. None of them made it better. And I remember that there were several nights where I was holding her, just walking circles, because that's the only thing that calmed her down, just crying. We were both crying. Right. <laughs> and I would tell Brian, I don't know what to do. I don't, I can't get her to stop. And it's so frustrating. Yeah. And there's just like no answer to it. And it does. It makes you feel terrible. Like it does. I'm, I'm the only one that can help you, but I don't know how. Right. Like you are the one, If I mean, out of everybody, they're going to turn to like how to help your child. It yeah. should be you. People should turn to you and be like, what can we do to help? And you're supposed to know. And the fact is we don't. How no. do we know all this? I you know. know. I mean, I only know what I, I've learned from my my mother and I mean, you know my history with yeah. my mother. I mean, and so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm winging it, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then you, as you grow up, you look back and you look at your parents and you really do realize that they were winging it and yeah. their parents, guess what? They were winging it yeah. and so on and so forth. We don't, no one knows what we're doing. I know, but it just doesn't feel like it in the moment. No. In the moment, it feels like anybody else could get this baby to calm down and it's me and she hates me and I can't do it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Little did you know in that moment when you were walking back and forth thinking maybe your baby hates you that actually she was going to grow and to be obsessed with you. Yeah. She wants to be back inside of my body. I believe (laughs) she is overly obsessed. It's uncomfortable sometimes. (laughs) But again, that's another thing to be guilty of. Why do I, why do I hate that you love me so much? I know, right? (laughs) Stop Uh. it. So a listener reached out asking us to talk more about mom guilt Mm -hmm. and her guilt uh, is stemming from relying on family for help watching her kids. Her husband passed away Mm -hmm. and she has to work. Um, And so she depends on her parents to help watch the kids. Yeah. Obviously, hearing that, I don't know that any woman's going to hear that and think, well, that's ridiculous. You shouldn't be having to rely on people. Figure it out. Yeah. No one's thinking that. No. She's thinking that about herself. Yeah. No one else is thinking that. You went through something traumatic. Your husband passed away. 
you are now unexpectedly, you didn't have these kids planning on raising them by yourself. Exactly. And now you are, and you're doing what you have to do. You're lucky that you have parents who are willing to do that. I don't know the whole situation, and I'm hopefully they aren't doing anything to make her feel guilty yeah. about it. And they're just being genuinely helpful. And like in that case, you know, I mean, nothing to feel guilty about. Absolutely honestly. not. No. But I mean, it's like it doesn't make it feel any better. No. You know, because. You know, now she's got the guilt of, you know, them not having a father anymore yeah. and the guilt of needing help. I mean, it's it's terrible. It, yeah, I mean, but it's like you said, everybody would look at the situation and be like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not your fault. It's mm-hmm. it's There's nothing you could do about it, you know. But yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make it any better for you. Especially because, and she had mentioned this in the message, that because like when you're already depending on the help so that you can work, mm-hmm. the guilt of hoping for a little help so that you can do something fun, yeah, um, so that you can relax. I mean, the guilt then is just overwhelming, and either you just don't even get to enjoy that time because you're feeling so guilty, yeah, or you just don't even take that time because you would feel too guilty. Well, and that's I think we have talked about this on another episode. That's that's how I feel because you know there you don't have a lot of babysitters. There's not a lot of options, and so you know we have Brian's mom, but she is our go-to for like doctor's appointments and things right. like that. So we need her for the necessities, and then it feels bad when we're like, could you also for our wants? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I forgot you had mentioned that. That's exact yeah. same thing. Like you don't want to you know you have to rely on her for the necessity and so everything else feels like not a necessity right and you feel bad asking feels like you're pawning your kids off and i hate that yeah. that's why i would love to have a babysitter but yeah you know maybe one day one day one day i mean i don't know it's just the mentality like that we should be able to do everything yeah and we just can't yeah. <laughs> especially me i can barely do anything i can't do um, anything right <laughs> Just barely hanging on. (laughs) Another one that I really struggle with feeling guilty about is maintaining the house, Mm -hmm. keeping it organized, keeping. I mean, we've talked a lot, obviously, about cleaning and, you know, not feeling embarrassed about, you know, your house not being perfect. But there's a whole other side to it, not just being embarrassed for like strangers, but. You see everything on TV, social media, all that stuff. Everybody has these like picture perfect homes. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at your house and it's not doesn't look like that. And then you feel like your kids are receiving less than. Yes. They're having less than because, you know, it just doesn't look like what you have in your head. It should look like. Yeah, I do. I feel bad about that, especially the nights where I don't like do the dishes and stuff right after dinner. And so we wake up in the morning and the kitchen looks like I just got done cooking dinner. I relate to that so much. <laughs> yeah, and then Skylar will come downstairs to eat breakfast. And I'm like, just don't look at the kitchen, yes, Skylar. Right. <laughs> I feel terrible. Or a big one is that I always tell Skylar, you have to keep your room clean. This is your stuff. Don't you want to be proud of your room? And then he'll walk into my room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not proud either, Skylar. See, I'm not proud. Don't you want to be proud, though? Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, it's the worst. I am the same way because we make the kids make their beds. Yeah. Um, And that is solely so they have a responsibility. It's just teaching them to have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. But jokes on them, I don't ever make my bed. Uh, Brian pulls his covers up to make it look presentable. And mine are always just thrown. (laughs) I'm mad I got to get up and I just toss them (laughs) off the way. To be fair, you are getting up at like three o'clock in the morning. That is true. You know, that is true. I mean, yeah, but fair. Brian, <laughs> poor Brian. If you walk in our room, <laughs> you can tell which side is Brian's. Which side oh, is yes. My, Brian, Brian's got some stuff over there, but it's all like in his little corner, all neat and nice. And yeah. then mine <laughs> is like, watch out for that pile of shit. Don't trip. Right. <laughs> and then you walk around telling your kids how dirty they are and how messy they are and get their stuff together because you can't live like this anymore. I know <laughs> the reality of it. <laughs> all my things it's so bad (laughs) so sorry it is so bad i my room i had the exact it's funny you said that because i had the exact same thought like two days ago i went on this whole thing about them cleaning their rooms (laughs) we make them clean their room um every sunday Mm -hmm. before they come downstairs it's just to start the week off with clean rooms is the idea idea. right Mm -hmm. um yeah i should try it um and so (laughs) we make them clean their room but like Mine's not great. And no. so I just shut that door before I start yelling at him to clean <laughs> You're not allowed in there. Go clean your Get room. Out of here. You don't need to see what it looks like. Privacy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the 
same. And I mean, dinner, it's the exact same thing. Like, you know, I mean, occasionally I get my stuff together and I get it cleaned up that mm-hmm. night, but it's rare. Um, yeah. Most of the time it looks how I left it at night and in the morning. And it's just, you know, I feel bad. I know. I try so hard. I really do because I, well, I don't cook breakfast in a dirty kitchen. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I mostly do it for morning, Marissa, because if if I don't clean it at night, I'm going to have to clean it first thing in the morning. And that is not a fun time at all. You know, especially if you still have food left in the pots or something. And oh, then yeah. now instead of just dumping it, you're scraping it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that really that really sucks. It really does. I always I always feel bad. I feel like they um, deserve this like pristine, beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have me instead. Well, and I know that you've even said to me several times that you like to pick up the house before they get home from school. Yes. And that's so sweet of you. I try. That's just the guilt. That's all that is. <laughs> it's not not it's anything about me as a person being good or trying. It's literally just guilt. Yeah. I look around and I feel immense guilt. The house looks the way it looks. I don't think I'd want to come home to them. <laughs> I figure they don't either. Yeah. So, you know, I try my best to spend like 10 minutes before they get home and just make it look like I'm not a slob and it's just them. They're the problem. <laughs> See how clean it is when you guys aren't here? <laughs> I love it. Kid shaming. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, this is the place for it. Yes. <laughs> Another big mom guilt I have is spending how I spend my time dividing it equally among my children. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's actually possible, Mm-mm. but it really, I really struggle with it. I feel bad if I take one to go do something, even if it's not like a big fun thing, but right. it's just, they asked to come and I'm like, all right, I can handle one of you, you yeah. know, and take whoever it is. Yeah. But then in their heads, it's like this special time that they got and I didn't give it to them. And, I don't know. Do they even think that? Do they even care? Or is it just me and this guilt in my head that I feel like they all need exactly equal? I don't know. It doesn't matter either way because it sucks. It really does. (laughs) And, you know, this kind of goes into the next mom guilt that I have, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, favoring kids. Yeah. uh, Certain kids. Well, and you know what? I don't care what anybody says. You can tell me all you want. You don't have a favorite kid, (laughs) but you're lying. And it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that it's the same favorite kid because I do have a favorite kid, but it changes from like minute to minute, One hundred, you know, depending on how you guys are acting, there's a ranking system and it's constantly moving. Exactly. Depending on the day, I might like one kid better than the others. And I am not sorry about it. No, you know, um. <laughs> one of them is clearly being better today. Exactly. So. It's unrealistic. And mm-hmm. sometimes my kids are complete, absolute turds. Yes. Um, and sometimes some of them are much bigger turds mm-hmm. than the others. And exactly. well, guess what? I'm going to lay the less turd like one that day. Yes. And it is true. <laughs> I told you. Oh, God, this is going to make me look terrible. <laughs> I told you, you know, we, uh, I think I said last time we had to get that retractable gate, yes. you know, in between the um, living room and the playroom where we hang out mostly during the day. I know where this and is going. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> when Evelyn starts, Evelyn right now, she's got, um, I think it's, I think it's a mixture of like guilt and being territorial, you know, Trinity, I, she's a year old, but she's still kind of newish and stuff. Newish. And, <laughs> Newish to this world. Yeah. Well, and Evelyn, those toys that are in there, mostly just her toys that she had before Trinity came along, but now Trinity's playing with them and she's like, oh, no, no, those aren't your toys. Right. And so she gets um, angry. And when she gets angry, she either starts to bully Trinity physically or (laughs) emotionally. She'll yell at Trinity and she'll push Trinity. And when it gets too much, I close the gate and just throw Evelyn on the other side. And then me and Trinity just kind of chill out in the quiet, you know. Uh And then I feel terrible because the gate's not tall. So Evelyn (laughs) can peer over it. (laughs) So me and Trinity are cuddling on the couch and Evelyn's just looking at us. Well, that's what happens when you're a bully. (laughs) You know, but it doesn't matter. She could have literally just stabbed one of us. And that look on her face, I'm like, okay, I forgive you. I'm so sorry. 
Uh, anybody who uh, has been listening for a bit has a good insight into the dynamics of your daughters. Oh, God, it's so <laughs> terrible. I can't wait till they get to an age where they can be friendly yeah. with each other. You know, right now they're just, they're fighting for me. They're fighting for the toys. They're fighting for attention. Right. It's... It's a rough, it's a rough phase that we're currently going through. And then you feel guilty. I do. You feel guilty. Like, and what are you supposed to do? I mean, go back in time and not have them so close together. Here you go. Spread them out. Well, I don't know. I don't know because I spread them out the first time a lot. Listen, uh, you are just, you, you, not you much went better. too much, too little. Too much, too, yeah. You well, know, you got story a, of my life. <laughs> it's never just right okay. and this coming from the mom with three kids one year apart back to back to back so. yeah and that wasn't very smart either Brittany. it wasn't it wasn't no one said i made smart decisions no okay i also think that with kids like you know there's like ebbs and flows right like mm-hmm. there's times i feel more connected to one child mm-hmm. and than the others but that changes you know yeah. i mean it just depends like i go through phases where you know um ellie's just being uh, mama's girl and just yeah. all about me and you know it's just being really sweet to me and wanting to spend that you know time together and yeah. we get into something together that we both enjoy doing and so we're spending a lot more time together mm-hmm. um and then i feel bad because i'm not spending that time with miles and finn but then you know the next week finn's doing something that i really enjoy doing with him and you know he's having a really good week and uh, i appreciate that right. you know i want to spend more time with him i don't think it's unheard of or ridiculous to think i don't want to spend time with someone who's you know uh, miserable and mean and you know why would i want to spend time well yeah and that's how it is with skylar you know he's he's a 14 and he's got a 14 year old attitude and when Mm -hmm. he comes down with the attitude and he starts talking back to me and stuff i'm like and just go away you know if that's how you're gonna act i'm I don't need you around me right now. Right. It has nothing to do with how much I love them. Right. You know, even on the weeks where I prefer hanging out with Miles mm-hmm. over hanging out with Finn, I still love Miles. I still love Finn. You right. Know? But I feel so bad because even though I know that like they all in general get the same amount of time spread out, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that in the moment. Yeah. And I worry that it doesn't feel like that to them either. And I don't want them to think that. You know, I love one more than the other. I just yeah. like that one better today. <laughs> yeah, well, it's tough for me, too. You know, I had Skylar, and he was an only child for, well, like 12 years. And so he's where all my attention went. Right. And then I had Evelyn, and I'm like, oh, I got this shiny new toy. This is what I want to play with now, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so all of my attention, you know, not only because she was new and stuff, but also she needed more attention. Yeah. And that went to, you know, her. And then I know Skylar, you know, wasn't a fan of that. And he absolutely did not want any more siblings. And then we're like, guess what? One more. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I remember being pregnant with Trinity and thinking there's no way that I'm going to love this baby as much as I love Evelyn, as much as I love Skylar. There's just, I have not that much love, back, you know, to give. Yeah. And then she comes and I'm like, oh my God, the <laughs> new shiny toy. Right. Forget those two. <laughs> Look at this one. <laughs> And I feel terrible. And now I feel even more terrible with Skylar because all of my time is spent on the girls. And it's only because he's 14 and self-efficient. You yeah. know, I don't have to make his, you know, lunch or dinner. I don't have to bathe him. He can yeah. do all that on his own. Um, and so I feel terrible. But then also, you know, watching him play his tennis is one of my favorite things to do. And I love that. But I don't know if that comes across to him that way. You know, yeah. I think he only knows that... I give all my energy to the girls and when they're in bed and he wants to come down and do something, I'm like, honey, I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to do anything. So yeah. Ellie is our oldest and she's on, she's almost nine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely not 14, but she is <laughs> <Just> more, <laughs> <laughs> she is more uh, self-sufficient than the boys. Yeah. And I do rely on that, mm-hmm. which I wasn't even planning on talking about. That's a whole nother mom guilt. I know. Uh, I rely on her to be able to take care of herself in certain capacities, in yeah. certain ways. Uh, I feel horribly guilty that I do that because mm-hmm. the boys, especially Finn, require a lot more of my attention. Yeah. And so since I know she can handle doing certain things for herself, I'm very quick to just letter yeah um, very quick quick to uh you know to what's the word i'm looking for like encourage her to right go yeah. off and do it yourself yeah and i 
feel really guilty about that because it's solely so I can then give the boys more attention. Right. And kind of, it feels like I'm like shooing her away. I feel the same way. Yeah. I tell Skylar that all the time. You know, you're 14. You can do that on your own. And then I, I have to think back and realize, you know, he's 14, but he's still a kid. Yeah. You know, and he still wants mom to do things for him. And then, right. you know, and it's not like he doesn't deserve for me to do things. Obviously, yeah. I do want him to be more independent. Right. But He's still my child. He still wants to be treated like a child. Right, so, exactly. And, and then you just feel, I mean, the guilt that I feel, that's a big one for me. I feel yeah. that really bad. You oh, know? yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, with Skylar especially, I do. I feel really bad at the end of the day when he wants, all he wants me to do is play a video game with him. But at the end of the day, the thought of even moving yep. is just like, no, I just mm-hmm. can't. <laughs> and that's how, I mean, I feel like I look at it as like, well, if Ellie can take care of A, B, and C, then that's just like A, B, and C off of my plate. Right, yeah. You know, and my plate is so full and overflowing constantly that it's like if I can take a little bit off of it, Mm -hmm. I take the opportunity. But then I feel horrible guilt for taking that opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great time. Uh, Okay, and then the last one I had about that, just for me, I mean, I know there's a ton, but for me, one of the mom guilts that I have is losing my temper or Mm -hmm. overreacting yeah Um, i am bad about that i am too you know i get so stressed Mm -hmm. and overwhelmed and overtouched and uh the sounds the constant noise and a lot of times that stuff builds up in me without me realizing it yeah i don't realize how stressed i am and I feel like because as a mom, it's like you almost live in a naturally stressed state. Yes. <laughs> so then when it starts to build, you don't even realize it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you it just explode because that one loud scream or the one like fight that they're arguing over a toy mm-hmm. or just that one thing makes you just snap and you can't handle it anymore. And then you're yelling at them and you yeah. use the big scary mom voice right and then you get it all out right you like let them know how upset you are and then all of a sudden it's over and then you're just left with the guilt of like why over that like that was just so overreacting i know you know trinity's dealing with an ear infection right now and then she had her antibiotic and she got a rash from that which i know is itchy so she's like in pain and she's itchy and she got up at midnight and we were just up for the rest of the day. And then they didn't want to take a nap that day. And then I remember I was changing Trinity's diaper. She was crying because she's, you know, exhausted and uncomfortable. And Evelyn comes up and Evelyn does this thing where she yells really loud and it scares Trinity and makes her cry even harder. And so she did that. And I just, I just snapped, you know, I was tired. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. And I was like, Trinity, could you not just calm down? And then I sat down and I realized I was like, she's a baby. She can't hear me. She doesn't know what I'm saying. And she just knows that I got loud with her (laughs) for no reason. And it does. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. But then you sit and you just dwell on it. Yeah. You dwell on it way longer than the actual time of it happening. You dwell on it for hours after. Um, and then it just kind of sits in like a pit of the stomach. And then you end the day telling yourself that like tomorrow you're going to do better and you're going to wake up and you're going to be more patient and you, they're your babies and you love them and it's going to be a great day. And then like six minutes into the day, you're like, (laughs) I said, pick it up. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I do. I fuss a lot. I, yeah, I fuss a lot. I feel like no is my favorite word. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, you know, when we, so we recently took a trip we went to kitty hawk Mm -hmm. and when we went there uh we had everything that could go wrong just chaos i chaos follows me (laughs) um (laughs) and so we went to stay at a hotel that had like a little water park and we hyped up the water park obviously like the day before we don't tell our kids anything's happening until the day before sometimes the day of um so they were completely unaware but the minute that we decided to let them know because we were going to start packing and they would know and start asking questions um (laughs) that we started to pump up like it's a water park it's gonna be so fun it's got a big slide you're gonna love it you know, on and on, getting them all excited. And then the whole way there, we're talking about it. They're asking questions. Everybody's like super excited. And we're like an hour from the hotel. And Miles starts saying that his eye is bothering him. There's something in his eye, whatever. I'm thinking an eyelash or something Mm -hmm. like that. He moves on. We get over it. Uh, Then we get to the hotel and, you know, he's rubbing his eye. And I was like, let me take a look. And I looked at it and I instantly knew Mm -hmm. 
pink eye. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> At a water park that mm. we literally haven't even enjoyed yet. <laughs> I know. When you texted me that, I felt so bad. I instantly closed our message and started like Amazoning things that you can wear over your eye at oh. a water park. <laughs> I felt so bad. I know. Because Skylar got a broken arm one time right before we went to Gatlinburg. Yeah. And there was a pool there. And, you know, he was one of... I think, what was it, like three or four kids at the time? I can't remember how many kids we had produced at that point. But <laughs> he had a cast on his arm. And even though we had a cast cover, he could get in the pool, but he couldn't like swim with it. Yeah. And he, oh, even now, he still he still talks about that. So oh, Great. I have years to look forward to. You do. This. I'm sorry, but it's terrible. Oh, I felt so bad. And then, of course, it's even worse because we have two healthy kids right. who can go. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand why we're not letting him go. That's how it looks. Yeah. Um, and all of this is to say that, you know, so we had to tell him and he had a huge tantrum. You know, I mean, he was just really, really upset. Oh, and yeah. I felt horrible. They were arguing him and his brother. They're fighting. You know, they started getting upset. And then I, I snapped and yelled at both of them. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad and so guilty because, you know, Miles was processing and dealing with it he, it was a big disappointment oh and yeah. he's only six and that's like really hard for him to grasp and to you know deal with all the emotions and stuff mm-hmm. and like me yelling at him absolutely did nothing to help right yeah. um it didn't help me either because no. uh, then i just felt horrible because i'm like this kid is on vacation and <laughs> can't do anything it while he's down exactly <laughs> i just felt so bad i know no 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 believe me i i've been there definitely oh, been there it's, it's just i know it's rough it is rough so, I mean, there's so many more. There's like mom guilt. I feel like we could do endless episodes on. Yeah. There are just endless things to feel guilty about as a mother. They really are. There's really not <laughs> anything I don't feel guilty about. Nope. Yeah, we could do a lot of episodes on mom guilt. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us for Girls Night. Yeah. Uh, make sure to find us at Girls Same the Podcast on all the socials for all kinds of fun stuff, including video clips from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and also tell us about your fails of the week. We have that coming up. Uh, we have some good ones for us that we want to share with you. I mean, they're not good, but they're good because we can laugh yes <laughs> uh, and we would love to share yours and help remind someone out there that uh, we are all a mess sometimes and it mm. is okay yes if you've not learned that from this episode <laughs> <laughs> this episode should make you feel better about yourself yeah because if it doesn't <laughs> yeah. i mean honestly uh, you should feel better yeah um and so don't forget no matter what you see nobody really has their shit together as much as you think Again, this episode proved that as well. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Come hang out with us every Monday. Bye. Bye. Girl. 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 Same.